Understand something. Plain and simple. To me, Abigail was a delicious poison. An intoxicating, overwhelming poison. Yowie wowie! What's up, everybody? I know um, you don't want to hear my voice for much longer because uh, Abby is back. And that means that we're back for another episode of Abby's Window. And let me get Abby over here and do this number and and we're good to go now. uh, Welcome, everyone. I'm going to shout out some folks and then I am going to we're going to talk briefly about, you know, the unimportant things I'm kind of joking uh and then we're gonna get to the meat and potatoes of today's episode so james grant melinda ford trex robert morris cheese whiz two shane loki chris chris laventure big dan joey's adventures melinda ford uh rusty shackleford gust uh harry who else is here alexa Bliss Gamer 0809, uh, Sincere Fiend, C Wrestling is in the building, uh, Jaden, I'm guessing, hello, with an X, I like that, Jen Carter, Kevin Correa, Moda, we got a Moda alert, Jacoby Snow, let's see who else is here, Simple Kind of Man, I, I like that, I like that handle, uh, there you go. Corner, Jesse Callum, what's up? Dalton Riley, EJ Movement. Wow, we got a good crowd in here right now. So, uh, Cult of Wyndham 83. So, uh, so yeah, so Jody, since we have not been around for a bit, we've had a had a few things happening with uh, Chris Dezuba, what's up? Uh, had a few things happening with one Miss Alexa Bliss. So, uh, Let's go ahead and, and talk about her. What did you think of her uh, new entrance and new uh, kind of Titantron graphics there? I don't know why they changed it. Isn't that like the third time? <laughs> I feel like it is. We had the Fury, which I actually kind of liked. And then they kept flip-flopping back and forth between that and the Twisted Funhouse thing. And then now they got this new one. Um, I like it. I just wish they would settle on what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, you know, we're kind of getting whiplash at this point. You know? A little bit. And the graphic, the big graphic is very themed-ish with True. the half face like like Bray has. And, um, yeah, I mean, I like it. It just... I, yeah, I'm getting a little bit of whiplash. Like, settle on something for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've I've got to ask. Um, yeah, Rusty's saying uh, they're throwing things against that's, the wall. That's exactly what my husband keeps saying. It's like every week they're like throwing things at a dartboard, and okay, sure, let's go with that. <laughs> I, I feel like some of these meetings 
someone throws out an idea and the immediate reaction is okay <laughs> i mean i i guess i mean you know that's what sure. why not let's give it a shot <laughs> <laughs> um okay so obviously i feel like um we need to discuss something real quick does it seem to you that she's changing more so and there's I feel a like she's I don't know. I kind of feel like she's stayed pretty much the same for the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Maybe tiny little differences with her makeup, a little bit darker. Um, I don't know. I Here's the difference between her and Bray Wyatt. And Bray, if you're helping with the storyline, I'm sorry if this offends you, but... She can't quite do it like he does. He's got such a good ability to keep us hooked. Um, whereas I don't feel like she ha- quite has that same quality. Um, I think it has a tendency to feel the same more sooner than what happens with him. Does that make any sense? Do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So I don't know. Like I feel like I'm. I don't want to say getting bored, but mm-hmm. something's missing that Bray Wyatt has that she doesn't, and I don't quite know what it is, yeah. other than the fact that Bray's Bray, and that's just it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's his personality, is his delivery. Um, it, I mean, it's everything. He, what he brings to the table is unlike any wrestler I think we've ever seen. Period. Yeah, that's a big statement, but I I feel like it's true because he just embodied like he he is a throwback. Like if you told me if if I had never heard of a a entertainment industry or a sport called professional wrestling and you just asked me like, hey, here's a picture of this guy. What decade do you think he participated in? I mean, he's like a throwback 80s character who believes Mm -hmm. in Babe, who lives his gimmick who i mean he embodies everything and i think that's mm-hmm. yeah and you know even if he is still helping with this storyline backstage and helping alexa i i just don't think it's quite the same because like i said there's just something that she doesn't have that he does and even if he's helping with the story it's not helping you know what i mean like i've come to feel a little bit less and less like his fingers on it. Mm. And I don't know if that's true. I don't know if over the weeks this has gone along that he's not been on TV, that he's backed off. Uh, I don't know if it was ever true that he was helping. I mean, I don't know. But I feel like as the weeks have gone on, you feel less and less of his fingerprint on it. And I don't know if that's because he's not doing it as much or not helping as much, or she's just not portraying it like he's writing it. I don't know. It just, so I'm, you know, I, I still think it's a, it's an intriguing storyline. I'm still on board with it, but it's, she just has something that he, she doesn't have something that he does. He's got something that she doesn't. And I just, you know, well, and that, that kind of brings me to my next point because I feel like there's a reason behind this latest uh, 
theme change, graphics, and all that stuff. I felt personally that as the weeks have progressed, I think she's still in the same universe, but I don't think her story is as tied to Bray as it once was. Do you, do mm-hmm. you feel that same vibe? Yeah. And like I said, I don't know if that's because he's not as involved mm-hmm. or they've decided to kind of let her do her own thing. She, I mean, she said, you know, she's having fun and that's what's important. And there are people out there that absolutely love it. Just like we love Brett. So, you know, as long as she's having fun and, you know, I said this about Bray on Twitter too, which was my last tweet that he liked, as long as he's doing what he wants to do, I'm happy. And she's having fun with it. She's happy. So keep doing your thing, girl. That's it. That's it. And, you know, by her doing her thing, it's landed her in a uh, Money in the Bank match. So what do you think that could mean? I don't know. Again, that's one of those things that you're just like, are they throwing things at a dartboard at this point? (laughs) Like, you know, you separate her from The Fiend, you separate her from Nikki Cross, you kind of establish her as this singles character and trying to establish her in this storyline where she's trying to be unpredictable and go after people a lot like Bray used to do or The Fiend does. And um, so, but then they put him back together in a tag team match. And I was just sitting there watching. It was, (laughs) this was the weirdest thing. I was watching that episode of Raw and I'm sitting there going, and I said, me and my husband had this exact conversation. I said, the matches are good, but why? There were so many matches that I was just like, why? Yes, it was a great match. Great technical wrestling. It was, you know, they were all good matches, but why? <laughs> so I I think I texted you that at some point. I'm like, but why? <laughs> so yeah. I'm at the point, like, like I said, it was, it was good. It was a good match. And I don't quite know what that means for Money in the Bank, but I I'm I the storyline is is a little bit most a lot of the storylines are a little bit confusing for me right now at the moment because I'm just like why <laughs> yeah. like uh but why right <laughs> no I I get that I get that um I was actually gonna ask you about the whole thing with Nikki Cross because um and by the way I absolutely love Nikki Cross as a as a superhero. Um, it's one done by Mr. Jason Baker as well, by the way. That's right. Shout out to friend of the show, Jason Baker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I wanted to ask you about that because maybe they, you know, coexisted for that match. But do you think we get those two kind of bumping heads a little bit at money in the bank? And maybe we see this, uh, this change happen because I have a theory about, what could possibly happen with Nikki Cross? I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, with a money in the bank match with those, the amazing amount of talent they already have in that match, you're going to bump, they're going to bump heads with everybody. Exactly. Um, but 
I don't know. I don't know who's going to come out of that match victorious. I would like to say Nikki Cross because I feel like she's being given a big push. And I don't necessarily think a money in the back in the bank briefcase would suit Alexa's story right now, but I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of things right now that I'm like, I don't, I don't get it, but I'm, I'm, I'm there for it. Okay. <laughs> You're riding. I'm riding the wave. I'm like, okay, sure. Let's go with it. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're riding that wave of WTF um, that a lot of people are talking about right now. Not necessarily always in a bad way, but it's right. just like, like I know. said, the matches have been great. Like yeah. if I had to rate Rob just based on the quality of the matches, it's been pretty decent the past couple of weeks. But why? <laughs> mm -hmm. And I think that's because, and forgive my language. It's because we've got we've been spoiled by Bray Wyatt to expect the kind of you know mental fuckery that he delivers, and we've come to expect that from everybody, and and I think that makes us prone to ask questions like why that doesn't make any sense. Explain that story to me because I don't get it because we're so used to that with Bray. He's kind of spoiled us. Yeah, yeah. I mean. You know he's he's just been he's been a breath of fresh air and let you know what let's talk about him because it, you know it's been so long since we've seen the man uh, so you know let me put this happy face up <laughs> quick <laughs> uh, the one and only Bray Wyatt and folks can't see this like what I see behind the the scenes here but as soon as I put that picture up there. Uh, Jody puts her hands like on her face, <laughs> chin in her palm, and you know, hold on, I, I gotta show, I gotta do this real quick. She's, like, she's smitten. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so obviously, um, we love we love Bray Wyatt, and. Um, you know, we got we haven't had a chance to do this on the show, but we got that uh, bit of news that you know he had been advertised for, I believe, the August the ninth uh, episode of Raw. So, what was your initial reaction to that when you saw that? Uh, that I believe we want to see it. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> understand that's that. kind of where i'm at with that sure you know i'll believe it when i see it if he comes back on august 9th great if he comes back before that great we're just ready for him to come back at this point just, yeah just ready for him to come back and <laughs> grace us with his greatness and presence um so let, let's talk about in your mind i guess and then we'll i know you had something that you wanted to do with everyone um, but give me your thoughts. I mean, do you, do you think we have a clear answer or really know of anyone? And, uh, Tammy Smith is agreeing with you, by the way. Uh, she said, yummy, um, for one, Mr. Uh, Wyndham Rotunda. I mean, you know, she, she said, as I've said before, I'm married, not blind. <laughs> Essentially what you guys are saying is he's a snack. That as as the younger crowd these days is, he's a snack, I guess. 
He's a good-looking man, that Wyndham Rotunda. Okay, well, there you go. There you I'm go. not ashamed to admit it. Hey, listen, if if people can talk about peaches and everything else, then you know what? Damn it, women can point out a good-looking, handsome dude. It's all good. It's all fair. My co-host is a good-looking, handsome dude, too, by the way. I mean, I don't know which you're talking about, Taz <laughs> or Joe, but I'm sure they really appreciate that uh, sentiment there. <laughs> I'm full of WWE creative right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for the compliment. I will, I will take it. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's let's get to let's get to this. Because I was going to do something else, but that whole, you know, my, that threw me off a little bit. So let, let's get to the point of what, you know, what you wanted to cover today and, you know, heap some love and praises to, uh, on, on one Mr. Wyndham Rotunda. And I'll just kind of let you take it over from here. So I kind of want to piggyback off of C Wrestling's video yesterday. Yesterday. Yes, yesterday was Sunday. Um, my days are all messed up. State was in the building today, and it totally threw me off my game. So I did ask for permission. I said, hey, can I piggyback off of that? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I want to know. He kind of did a whole video about why Bray Wyatt is great. And I want to take it a little bit of a step further. I want to ask you guys. We're going to go a little bit deeper into that and I want to know what your favorite things or if you had to pick one favorite thing about and I'm going to use his real name even though it's really weird about Wyndham Rotunda either him as a person him as a wrestler him as Bray Wyatt him as the fiend I want to know pick one thing that is your favorite thing about him what you think makes him great that's good. Yeah, fill up the chat. Let's we'll we'll talk about some of these. So I I'm gonna start with you. I'm gonna turn that question right back around to you. Give us some some things that make him great in your eyes. There's a lot of things that make him great, but <laughs> um, besides the fact that nobody can tell a story like he can, and the amount of attention to detail and creativity that he puts into what <laughs> uh oh Tammy's making me laugh <laughs> um so the amount of attention to detail that he puts into his craft I'm gonna call it a craft um that he puts into it is just phenomenal and like I said he's spoiled us into expecting that level of genius from everybody and you know um, but having met him and talked to him, my favorite thing about him is just how great he is with the fans. Like he never once seemed when I first met him, like there was never a moment that I thought he really doesn't want to be standing here and talking to us weird people. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like we were all kind of fanning out a little bit, fanboy and fangirling out a little bit. And there was never a second that I felt like he doesn't really want to be standing here talking to us. He'd rather be inside. I don't know whether he felt like that or not, but if he did, 
we didn't know. He seemed perfectly happy to stand there and talk to us and he never rushed us, you know, and he just, he, he really, I feel like he's one of the few people that I feel like really wants to connect with the fans. And I know um, from his friends, he's not the greatest communicator, <laughs> but um, you know, when he does reach out to people individually, he means it. And, you know, like, for example, people like Brittany, who, you know, he sent her a DM on her birthday and, you know, just little things like that. And when, you know, when he reaches out to you individually in a DM, <clears throat> which I have not been privy to yet, um, he means it. And he just, he's just great with the fans. He's one of those people that I feel like actually enjoys spending time with the fans. He enjoys watching what we have to say and reading what we have to say. And he enjoys people getting tattoos of him and enjoying his, his story. And I think that just makes him smile and people doing fans doing extra things for him. You know, I think he loves us just as much as we love him. And that's, that's a rare, it's a, he's a rare breed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've ever had a chance to listen to this, but I went back last week and I listened to his interview on Broken Skull Sessions, mm -hmm. um, Steve, Steve Austin's podcast. And he talked about the creation of the character and all of that. And like I always I've always had a deep appreciation for Bray, but it grew, grew even deeper after I listened to that. Because he talked about, you know, respecting the, you know, the people that came before him. He talked about how he drew inspiration for the, you know, for the, well, yeah, for Bray Wyatt. And hearing him tell the story of how he actually came up with the name Bray Wyatt and, di and different things. Mm -hmm. um, wow. I mean, I love this dude's creativity. I love his love for wrestling mm -hmm. and his desire to do it in a respectful but different way than anyone has ever seen it done. Mm -hmm. He he wants to leave a mark on the business that long after he's gone, it's still like, man, do you remember when Bray did this or do you remember when the Wyatt family fought the shield at eliminate not wasn't elimination was it elimination chamber? Yeah it was. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> like he he's leave he wants to leave that type of mark on the business so that future wrestlers have a blueprint of how to go outside the box. There have been a lot of you know gimmicks outside the box, but what he brings is just different in my opinion. So um, so yeah, I, I just, wow. I mean, he, he's an amazing, amazing dude. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, he honestly, he has some of the most loyal, supportive and caring fans out there, period. And I think he really, I think he so appreciates that. I mean, I just, I think it's so apparent that he appreciates all of that love and support 
because in a day and age where people are like, you know, microwaves and they get lukewarm on something real quick mm -hmm. uh, to, to have a passionate fan base like that. Um, wow. It's just amazing. Let me shout out a couple of super chats real quick. Thank you guys so much for your uh, generosity. James Chadwick says Bray is a freaking genius. Can't wait till he comes back. I, I don't think you'll get any arguments. <laughs> Callan Corner, Jesse Callan, thank you. Uh, saying y'all keep getting super chats off me because of this. But now Karrion Cross is also also just saw my art on Twitter and followed me back there now too. Well, Jesse. That's awesome. You earned it because that piece of art is freaking amazing. It's tremendous. I may I may need one actually. I have already uh, sent Jesse a DM. Uh, <laughs> to let her I was know. I was hoping I was actually thinking about that earlier. I was like, I really hope that Karen Cross sees that piece of art because it's awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I was like, man, I have to. I gotta get that. It's gotta be in my life somehow, some way. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Sean Suslowitz, thank you for your generosity. Uh, wow, you guys are awesome. You're really awesome. Um, Deanna saying, I think he appreciates those that have the love and appreciation for the authentic detail he puts into his character. Yeah. He's, he's just special. And I mean that in the most wonderful way possible. He, I mean, he, good Lord, he is. I mean, it's, it's tremendous. I mean, he's just, very tremendous. Chad is asking me if I have a photo of Jesse's art. Uh, I am going to Please. go. Well, I was going to say I'm going to go on Twitter. Yeah. And potentially um, see if I can find it here. That's that's beautiful. It is so beautiful. beautiful. I love it. Um. And if you can't see that for whatever reason, hold on one second. Um, it's it's tremendous. I it's mean, it's so beautiful. Like I love it. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it really, I mean, it really is. I saw it and I was like, "Holy crap! That's that's amazing." Uh, thank you, Joy's Adventures, uh, saying. I think they're pushing um, Jeff to be the fiend's victim. Do you think that you think that's what we'll get, Jody? You know, there's lots of lots of things floating around out there of people, and this is a testament to Bray as well. There's people out there that want, they just want to work with him. I mean, obviously Alexa wanted to work with him for a reason, you know. You've heard Finn Balor say he wants to work with him and have the demon versus the fiend, which I would die. Um, you know, you've got Karrion Cross said he, he'd like a feud with the fiend. And then you've got Jeff Hardy wanting, you know, to bring back Willow to have a feud with the fiend. And everybody wants to work with Bray. And I don't think that's because I don't think it's as much because he has a really interesting character and more about who he is as a person and what a good work ethic he has. Like if he's ever frustrated 
with creative or Vince or WWE, you would never know. Right. Because he just doesn't, you just wouldn't know. And, you know, he, he puts his heart and soul into what he does and we love him for it. Well, I mean, he's super professional. So that's another thing that's great about him. Uh, I'm just, I'm still trying to get this here. Um, I just saw us on there. <laughs> How weird is it? You're scrolling through something and then you see yourself live. That is a little there. weird. It was a little weird. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, seeing my face like that. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, Cena said he wants to come back and work with the fiend. Like, I, everybody wants to work with Bray. Yeah, I mean, because he was a freaking genius. You know, if he ever wants to bring any of those puppets to life, shoot, I want to work with Bray. <laughs> right. If you ever want to bring some fans into it, like he did with the the sheep masks with his feud with Cena, you 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 let me know. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's absolutely unreal. And I've got I'm gonna do this real quick too. Um just because we talked about it. Now that I've finally gotten my head out of my arse. <laughs> Hey, there we go. You remove that so everyone can see. That is that awesome, awesome, awesome work. It's beautiful. I mean, that's absolutely tremendous. It's so beautiful. Um, that's tremendous, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Absolutely tremendous. All right. So yeah, hit Jesse up if you. I mean, hit hit Jesse up. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, let me ask you this real quick. I'm just gonna kind of throw some throw some different questions at you. You think he's completely done with Randy for right now? I don't know. Yes and no. I don't think he's done with Randy for good. I think he might be done with him for right now. It depends. Like, when he comes back, who's he going after? Right. They haven't built up anything else. Unless he's going to come back and just randomly attack somebody. It won't be random to him, but it'll be random to us. Uh, yeah. yeah. Unless he just comes back and 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 attacks somebody, and that's that'll be his next feud. Um, I think we have to pay close attention to the last Funhouse episode that he did. That it's not about clout chasing. That you know maybe that's his way of saying, "I've done their dirty work long enough. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it for myself now. I'm gonna get back to the story I was originally trying to tell in the first place, which was." the circle story. You know, we know that all these people want to work with him. We know that there's going to be a massive feud at some point with Roman Reigns because you can't do this revenge story justice without bringing Roman Reigns into it. I don't think that will happen until after Roman Reigns is no longer your universal champion. Yeah. 
let me ask you about this. This was a this was a feud that we didn't really get to see much of, but they did a lot of stuff on dark matches. That would be Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of stuff in dark matches with Cesaro too. Exactly. So my question to you is, I mean, if if Drew loses tonight, then it's possible that he may be moving to a different kind of feud. Because if he loses tonight, he won't be able to go after the title. Mm-hmm. So does that open the door if he loses? Does that open the door for The Fiend to come back and play some mind games with Drew and, you know, maybe heal some things that are going on in Drew's life? Yeah, it just depends that he's got to have that kind of history. It has to make sense to him. I don't think um, he's going to want to go for people that don't make sense to him anymore. People like Trashburg and, you know, things like that. So, um, you know, so that we're not subjected to horrible, horrible storytelling that had nothing to do with him. Not that he won't figure out how a way how to explain his way out of it because he always does. And that's one thing I will always remember Kyle Scarborough telling me, and he reiterated it when he was doing my tattoo a few weeks ago. Bray's really good at, at making sugar out of shit. <laughs> so if they give him a really crappy run or a feud, he'll make it great. He'll take it and make it great. I mean, Bray could make a feud interesting with a mop handle mm-hmm. at this point. I mean, let's, let's just. He could make a feud interesting with Fenair at this point. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean. So. Um, pretty much. <laughs> so, you know, I I just don't know if if him and Drew has that, has that kind of circle history since none of it was really on TV and I don't know how much of it, how much history they really have before that. Right. Obviously people like Matt, not Matt Hardy, uh, Jeff Hardy is going to have history with Bray. Roman's going to have history with Bray. Brandy has history with Bray. Who knows? Maybe he comes back and tries to throw Alexa off her game. I was just about to ask you that. Do you think he comes back and maybe, has some uh, some mind games for Miss Bliss. I would really like that. I know everybody's like, I know everybody's like, oh, I want them to get back together. I would actually really like him to mess with her. Kind of like she did with him at WrestleMania. You know, she distracted him and he lost for whatever reason. I'd like to see him come back and mess with her. Everything that she's doing to other people with the, you know, the mimicking and the mirror. Even We've talked about mirrors before, by the way. Um, you know, everything that she's doing with this possession. Um, I would really like to see him come back and try to destroy her. I just think that would be an unexpected different way to go. Instead of bringing them back together and having them kind of, you know, reunite, I... I would like it. I'm fine with it, but I would really like to see him be like, 
okay, you want to play with fire? You're going to get burned because, you know, I didn't teach you everything. There's some things that you don't know, and I'm coming for you. There, there are a lot of things in that old noggin. There's still a lot of darkness in that old noggin. <laughs> so I would love to see him come back and mess with her. Yeah. Uh, Bastion Booger, which gives me a serious throwback to, you know, back in the day in wrestling. Again, <laughs> the rumor broke of Lacey Evans playing the human form of Abby the Witch, but got turned down. Well, you know, Lacey Evans is pregnant, and I, it's going to be an unpopular opinion. I don't want anybody to play Abigail. I just don't. I think there's a mystique and a mysteriousness about her that should stay that way, especially with the kind of person that Bray Wyatt is. He always, he never gives you the whole story. He gives you little pieces at a time, and I think Abigail is one of those pieces of his history that he should just not ever never give us the full story. And I think she should, she's one of, I know everybody wants it. Everybody wants to see a feet, you know, a female portrayal of a real Abigail. But I just think it's one of those things that she, I don't want to say she's better, but I think it just, it's just so much more intriguing to keep her a mystery. Yeah. Because I would say of the entire Bray Wyatt character, the one thing that everybody wants to know is who's Abigail. And if he reveals that secret, where do you go after that? Right. What do you have left to keep people on the hook? I mean, he always will because he's Bray Wyatt. But th with that being the biggest mystery about his entire character past, present, future, where do you go from there? So I like her so much more as this mysterious, unknown entity that, we'll, that we just won't get to see. Maybe, you know, at the very, very end of his career when he's like, you know, I'm going to retire, which... Hopefully that doesn't happen for another, you know, five yeah. decades. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that may be a good way for him to go out. Yeah. Like you've been asking for the past 20, 30 years, if he has a career as long as Undertaker. You've been asking for the past 30 years who Abigail is. My last match. You're going to find out. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you then. Yep. <laughs> um, I was going to shout out someone earlier. The botch guy is here and uh, Joe is here. Hello, fellas. And anyone that has joined us, uh, if I have not shouted you out, I apologize. Uh, but we've been enthralled in Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. <laughs> since we... You know we're we're back and you know better than ever. So, um, all right. I know I've kind of asked the question of what's next. So I'm going to ask a more important question. When are we going to see the guy again? I want to say Money in the Bank. 
but I have a feeling it might be the raw after money in the bank. Mm. So you don't think before? I think what they're waiting for, this is just a hunch. They're waiting to bring him back fully until fans are back. So we may get Funhouse episode, a little tease, something like that. And at some point, I really do think they're going to start not spoiling it, but hyping it up. At some point, they're going to be like, hey, this such and such Raw or this such and such pay-per-view, the fans are back. Bray Wyatt, you know, the Fiend will return. And I think they're going to start... If, if my theory is correct, that they are waiting to bring him back until fans come back, they are going to hype the shit out of it because they want to sell tickets. So I have a feeling we're going to know exactly when the fiend, the fiend will be back. I don't know about Bray. We might see him on TV once or twice before then, but I don't think we see the fiend actually show up in person in the ring, whether it's an attack or a match, it will be when fans are back and they will, like I said, they will hype the shit out of it. Yeah. Will we get Bray back like maybe in the next week or so? You know, I love to think that every Monday, maybe he'll be back tonight. Maybe he'll be back tonight. One of these Mondays I'll be right. You'll be right. That's right. Uh, James Chadwick. Thank you again, sir. Says Jeff Fantasy booking my in fiend murders Caleb. Caleb with the K from Impact. James hates him for those of you that uh, join us. He he hates the gimmick. He hates the character. Duke can actually rest, but uh, Joe said, fingers crossed, it's the first raw when fans are back because we'll do a watch along for it. And you know, I'm going to apologize in advance because if for some reason we're live when he comes back, I will deafen you. Listen, I'm going to apologize for that in advance. Don't send me your medical bills because I can't afford it. I, I think I'm pretty safe in saying what I'm about to say. The people that tune into this show and that tune into our WWE watch alongs do so. For a couple reasons. One, we have such great camaraderie, all of us. We're, we're a family. But two, if The Fiend or Bray Wyatt is rumored to appear, they're here because they want to see your reaction. No matter how loud, how crazy, <sighs> emotional, it doesn't matter. They want to see what will Jody do. What will she do when he appears? That and that's I don't know at this point. I remember when he came back at that pay-per-view when I was in North Carolina with the burned face. I just sat there going, <gasps> and I think I screamed once or twice, but I don't know. I can't I I I, I don't know how I'm gonna react until it happens. <laughs> People are, are saying uh, either don't wear headphones or go ahead and just deafen me. Um, don't send me your medical bills. I can't afford it. We're building a house. <laughs> yeah, see, that. what's going to have to happen is across the bottom during that, I'm going to have to put a disclaimer that we're not liable for any you know medical 
medical cost or anything <laughs> due to the sheer excitement on the stream. Yeah, that's what we're going to have to do uh, because we can't listen. Trust me. <clears throat> we ain't paying your medical bills. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> but I, I really, oh goodness, I, I hope, I hope and pray that he's back way before that. Um, honestly, I'd love to see him come back. I hate to put this in the universe. But I want to see him come back tonight and cost one of the people in the money in the bank. That's what I really want to see. I would like to see him in a feud with AJ Styles. I would love that. Oh, because I remember one in particular interview that he did on some random news channel. And it was when he was the tag team champion mm. with the Wyatt family. And he was talking then about going after that little AJ Styles and taking his, I think he was United States champion at that point and taking his belt as well. So yeah, I would love, I would love to see him in a feud with AJ Styles. I would too. Um, <clears throat> you know what though? Our folks in, in England and Canada are safe. We don't have to pay their medical, medical bills. They get, food. that's true. They get, they get free health care. So, uh, yeah. I can't so, exactly say it's good health care, but it's free. It's free. So. <laughs> uh, Steve Wrestling saying, I want him to come back tonight. Do you know how loud I'm going to be? My neighbors will move. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, you will probably, uh, you know, go up. A few My days. neighbors have already moved. So I don't have, we don't have any neighbors at the moment. So you can just. So I'm good. Just yell. Um, yeah. My neighbors wouldn't hear me because the music's too loud, and they they play the music way too loud, so they won't hear me. Um, so that's not a problem here. I mean, I can yell and scream, and I mean, it's not anything. It's not any different than what I hear outside every day. So see, James uh, knows how it is, how it is, how healthcare is over there. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, my goodness. Uh, see wrestling. Yes. See wrestling has a discord that is out there. So, uh, go join, uh, C's discord and, uh, yeah. Be a part I will say since I've been on there, it really does never end. I woke up to like 600 missed messages. Oh my God. Like they talk all the time. Oh my God. See, that's what I'm talking about. Let's see what uh, Joe says. C is going to wake his neighbors. I'll wake my wife and get smacked. Joe, don't get smacked, man. Don't get smacked, Joe. Um, listen, C says that it's, it's busy, and he says he's barely advertised it yet either. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's because see, that's because you're you're the man. Uh, and congrats on the uh, 45k. <laughs> Deanna caught me. Oh yeah. <laughs> I could have sworn I heard one of our patients screaming, but it stopped. I saw like I saw the look of concern. I'm like, mm, okay. 
it's that it's that concern i'm at work look or i'm a parent and i just heard things either go silent or get really loud when I'm with my kids, though. So. No, it was me thinking I work in a psych hospital and people make really strange noises all the time. Is that something I need to go address or is it patients being patients? Yeah, I get it. Ballistic Integrity says, are you feeling any better, Joey? Um, yes and no. Um, so... I felt horrible for about four days after my procedure because um, I had to go under general anesthesia and I felt awful for awful for a few days. Um, they said that all of my, they took a couple of biopsies from my stomach. Um, I haven't gotten those results back yet. Um, he said my pancreas, even though my ducts are all messed up, it's functioning the way it should be. Um, we are trying a new medication to see if that, um, I have insulin resistance. I'm not diabetic, but I have insulin resistance. So we're trying a medication called metformin to see if that kind of fixes things. Um, because if your insulin resistance is out of control and uncontrolled, that can mess up your pancreas. So, um, Side effects for that medication have not been very fun so far. <laughs> As a diabetic, I understand. Yeah. Um, so side effects are not great. I'm sure I will get used to it after a while. It takes about 30 days to really start to get used to it. Um, so I'm sure the side effects will get better. They're not, it's nothing that I can't deal with. Um, it's just not very comfortable. So um, that's kind of where I'm at, really. I'm waiting to see if that medication helps. I'm waiting to see another GI specialist um, to see if they want to do anything else. Waiting to get the results back from my biopsy from my stomach and see what that says. He thinks that I might have um, starting to get some ulcers or something. And I said, well, it runs in my family. So, <laughs> uh, so we'll see. Gotcha. Well, you know, you're still in our thoughts and prayers and yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the metformin, that mess. And he's only got me on 500 milligrams twice oh, a day. God. I used to take a thousand twice a day. So I don't know, like I feel better overall. Like I feel like I have a little bit more energy. Um, I feel a little bit more like myself. I've been on it for a little over a week now. So I do feel like a little bit more like myself. It's just the upset stomach from it just isn't very fun. Yeah, I, I understand. Uh, let's get to a couple questions here. Big Dan says, Jody, what if Bray wrestles a match as muscle man Bray? Bring it. Put that in the universe. <laughs> Uh, Harry says, when Bray replied on Twitter to SummerSlam 2021, do you think that Bray might have a new alter ego of The Fiend since The Fiend's debut was a match at SummerSlam 2019? I don't know. There's definitely something to be said that he has been changing and he kind of regenerated. I think sometimes that gets overlooked. The fact that he just regenerated how did he do that? 
I don't know that I can answer that because <laughs> he went from being, you know, burned, melted to then all of a sudden he was regenerated. I think that may be something that he delves more into when he comes back. Um, they may tweak that mask a little bit, mm -hmm. but I don't really see him having another alter ego. I think he's going to use the ones he has. I think he's going to use the fiend. I would love to see cult leader Bray come back. Um, I would love to see Funhouse Bray wrestle again. I'd like to see Muscle Man Bray. But, you know, yeah, I would love to see the four faces of Bray in the Rumble. Yes, that would be awesome. I said that last year, I think. I was like, he needs to come out like like Mick Foley did. <laughs> yep. Um, so I would love for Cult Leader Bray to come back. And I, I think he will. Um I think it's very likely, it depends on who he's having a feud with. I think it's very likely when he's having a feud with someone like Roman Reigns for us to see that character again. Uh, and maybe he'll do it just at one point because he knows I like it. <laughs> and he's like, ah, let's, let's make Jody smile today. Sunshine production says do you think funhouse bray will return first you kind of talked about that earlier but um you do think that we will probably get a uh funhouse some funhouse episodes before we see anything else i do um because you know fiend is one of those special characters that you kind of reserve for those big moments right um, and then Bray is kind of the mouthpiece for the fiend. So I definitely think we see Funhouse Bray, maybe uh, some Funhouse episodes before that. Deanna saying cult leader Bray needs to make an appearance with Roman. I'm, I'm honestly surprised that it didn't with with Randy. I thought for sure we were going to see some kind of reappearance of cult leader Bray with Randy. And we may still at some point. Um so yeah big dan talking about uh i'd like i like the idea of preacher bray he's all dolled up like a pastor but when the bell rings he transforms into the fiend and afterwards apologizes for letting his demons get the best of him he's always been a preacher mm -hmm. that's how i see it he's always been a cult leader he's always been a preacher He's always been a spokesperson. He's always been a, a wordsmith. Yes. Yes. We'll end with <clears throat> this one. Um, Eli saying, um, what I will do is I have the Fiend show up tonight, uh, lights out when Randy goes for the RKO, and then have Fiend attack Riddle backstage for Randy to leave or show emotional feelings. I don't think that kind of thing works for Randy. I see Randy turning on Riddle very soon. Very, very, very soon. Very soon. Um, I, I guess I lied. I, we're not going to end on that. What if he puts the Fiend persona on the shelf until it becomes a necessary evil to use? I think that's kind of what he's been doing all along. And we've I know we've theorized about this 
on several occasions before he uses what character is going to get the job done. So if Funhouse Bray can't do it, and we saw this with a little bit with Braun Strowman, you know, we started with, with Funhouse Bray and that didn't quite work in his favor. And then we went to cult leader Bray and that didn't, it started to work in his favor and then the fiend finished the job. So I think he uses whatever persona is going to get the job done, which ultimately usually ends up being the feet. <laughs> but it's nice to see him in those other personas too. Oh, Moda says, "Stop theorizing. He'll return when he's ready. He'll well, return when they he'll return when they want to put him back on TV." Well, we like theorizing, Moda. Like theorizing too. That makes it fun. <clears throat> All right. Well, this was a fun episode. Um, what do you say? We do this again next week, Jody? I'll be able to do it from home next week. There you go. There you go. The last, last, you know, few times you've been working, you know. So, um, any any final thoughts you want to share before we head out? We think Bray Wyatt's great. <laughs> Very uh, succinct point, but very true nonetheless. And uh, hey, that's why we do this. So um, that's it. That's all you had. That's all you got. We love you, Bray. Come back soon. We miss you. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, well, folks, we're gonna we're gonna head out. But um, thank you all for joining us. If you have not done so, please drop a like on the video. And if you're new here, do us a favor. Subscribe. Join the family. We have a lot of fun. Uh, Tammy Smith just wants to see his, uh, his peaches. <laughs> I think. But <laughs> uh, yeah, subscribe. I think someone else might have an issue with that. I think so. I think so. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. Uh, we are on quite a bit. We do a lot of different things. Um, I will put our schedule there on the screen. Uh, we will be back for our next stream on Thursday for our Impact Watch Along. If you're not an Impact fan, join us. And then we'll be back next Saturday for our weekly wrap-up show. So, uh Folks, be safe, have a good evening, be kind to one another, and enjoy Raw tonight. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, 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 maybe we get to see someone we haven't seen in a while. I don't know. Let's keep our fingers crossed. But peace out. We'll see you next time.